Welcome to the Daily Naked Pair Podcast, brought to you by Rocco Blue, the first ever brand focused on supporting parents with special needs children. Naked Parent Nation is a group of parents with special needs children who are willing to get vulnerable, strip it all down, and take a look at ourselves, our parenting, our family, and our plans to create a life beyond our wildest dreams. Hello and welcome to the Naked Parent Podcast. My name is Chad Ratliff. I'm your host. And today we have Carrie Olea with us, who is the mother of three. Is that correct? Yep, three boys. Awesome. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being with us. You're welcome. Uh, How are you today? How's your day going so far? We're doing good here. Yeah, so you have three boys. What are the ages? Eight, four, and three. And which child is on the spectrum? My oldest son, Julian. When did you see the first sign that something was maybe different? Probably when he was about nine months when um, we tried to feed him table food. Because, like, he had issues eating. Like, he would spit it out and gag and and stuff. Um, When he was a baby, his autism signs were very um, noticeable. Because when he was three, he was diagnosed with uh, severe autism. But... When he was three years old by CVRC, he was in ABA for three, four, five, six, like four years. But he graduated in October from ABA. When he first started ABA, he was really severe autistic. Like he didn't talk at all. So he's still mentally verbal. He does talk when he needs to talk. He feeds himself now. He's toilet trained, but we have to take him. But he does everything mostly by himself. Wow, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. Not with, um, it took a lot of effort, I imagine. A lot. A I lot. think we potty trained him like four times, four different times. And finally it clicked with him and, and he, he started going, he's in underwear now. So. Wow. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. So you said that um, his sign, his, he had very noticeable characteristics when he was young. Is that. He would wave his hands in front of his face, in front of his eyes. He would spin around in circles. He would gag on all different food textures was probably the texture for him that he didn't like. He used to just eat like soft foods. Did he ever do any um, regurgitation? Like yeah. bringing the food back up? Yeah, he, he would do that. Yeah. Does he still do that? No, he outgrew it, but he's still picky eater. He eats pretty well now. Just and you said food. he outgrew it. So you feel uh, it was just something that he had to go through. My son currently yeah. is, is doing that. And, we tried different he, things. He did that for a while, though. We had, but on soft foods, he wouldn't gag. It was just food with texture. So, like pasta, he would gag. So he had he had to eat soft food or drink pediasure for a really long time. Wow! So if we give my son something that like has sugar taste or something that he likes, mm-hmm. he'll like like a yogurt or something. He'll keep bringing it back up, and we it's really uh, challenging. Oh, that's because hard. the siblings don't want to be around it. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, but you made it through that one too as well. That was a hard, like, three, two years. I think you did that for two years. So how have you, ha- like, you know, you've been raising children for about eight years now mm-hmm. with some very challenging uh, scenarios. How have you been dealing with that personally? It's been challenging, but, um, I like, for services, um, 
I've found all services on my own because um, I live in a small town and there's not really any services here. So um, I've been doing my own research and um, I created a Facebook group, Facebook, and I have about over 3,000 members on it. So we kind of chat about services and IEPs and stuff like that. That's awesome. Because um, there's no, well, it used to be a local group, but now it's like a worldwide group because I don't know, people just awesome. start learning it. But um, yeah, we help each other out and stuff with services and I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure what your goals are, but if you if you want that group to be available, we could put the link in the show notes if you're interested. You can just let me know after okay. the show. Okay, that sounds good. Cause, um, but I didn't think that group would get as big as it did. So like, because it used to be like a 200 people group. So like, and then people kept asking to join. So that's kind of fun to see different people from around the world. With shows our- how much yeah these conversations are needed. People are yeah uh, searching. And so what was one of the big aha moments that you've had along the way thus far? Or something that stands out that like really made a, a positive impact once you figured it out? I think that doing your own research like for services wise because like for a long time i would ask like for help and i wasn't getting anywhere because like for speech i've been trying to get him speech for like six years and he barely has an evaluation on the 21st so like, he, he, he hasn't had speech at all because we're in exeter there's only like one place that takes his insurance the insurance didn't want to cover it so we had to jump through all these hoops to just to get them to cover speech therapy for him because he is mentally verbal but they had to like we had to go all the way to Fresno to get his hearing tested and wait for that result and all that. So, yeah. Well, just he's so- lucky to have a mom who's um, who's so diligent. You sound like you stay you stay with it and stay the course. That's yep. Keep on checking in and keep on calling, or if not, you'll be on a wait list for a really long time. So I hope everybody in Naked Parent Nation hears that because it's so yeah. easy to get. It's so easy to get kind of pushed off gotta, the course and you got to stick with it, stay with it. Keep on calling. you've already shared in the first five minutes of our conversation, you've shared so many great success stories from sticking with the potty training, even though it took four different occasions, you know. Well, we this week. And we, you can take breaks and keep reintroducing it. I think that's the best thing that worked for us. With school, um, he gets tired of school sometimes. So, like, they would just have him play with Legos or something and um because he gets bored of the same thing because he also has ADHD so it's hard for him to stay focused I see is there something that you believe to be true that most parents disagree with um my number one okay well I have a few but I think the biggest one is ABA therapy because it's very controversial people say that it's abuse or whatever but it's not like it's not the type of therapy that they I don't know. It's not like people think it is. Some autistic adults think it's abuse, but it really helped him a lot. I think without ABA, he wouldn't be talking at all. Because I would work with him too, but he just wouldn't talk. He wouldn't feed himself. He wasn't potty trained. He still needs help dressing, but he picks his clothes now. Like He has opinions on things. That's awesome. Before, he just didn't care to talk. He didn't care to... He just needed a lot of help. He still does, but he's more becoming more independent. That's great. That's mm-hmm. great. And I'm glad you shared the the controversialness. You know, I just suggest to any parent to try it out, you know. Yeah. Well, try as many things as you can. 
you, you can try it and you can quit or find something yeah. that works for your kids. But it sounds like it's made a huge positive impact in your. Yeah, because he started it when he was really young. So I think that's what helped him a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, because he started when he was barely three. And then are you doing any personal development that's having a positive impact on you and your family as you raise these children? Just my Facebook group, but I mean, not really. Do you ever think that you should spend more time taking care of yourself for yes, you spend so much time on your kids? Yeah, I do need me time, but um, I'm really busy. And with my kids have a lot of, uh, well, Joanne has a lot of appointments and IEPs and doctors and dentists and it's a lot it's a hard it's a and lot I to balance two, i have two toddlers too and uh my oldest is autistic so yeah it's kind of but i have a great husband so he helps me out a lot oh that's awesome yeah that's great to hear are there any like products or services that you use for your son's well-being or that's I have, having a positive impact if you're in um california there's a program called in-home services I don't know if you heard of it. In, um, uh, IHSS? Yeah. That, I didn't know about that program until Joanne was four and um, he was approved. He's still hyper. He still climbs on stuff. And um, but and he needs 24-hour supervision because he'll just take off. But um, it's helped a lot because I wouldn't be able to hold a real job with Joanne's um, doctor's appointments and with him. Because he tries, well, he tries to climb the fence at school, but um, they get him. They catch him. But if the if the school wasn't fenced, he he would take off. He would wander off and stuff. That program's helped us a lot too. I think it's phenomenal. For those that don't know about the program, can you describe it to somebody who might not have heard of it before? Oh yeah. So um, basically, you apply just like you would any other thing. But it's a program based on your child's needs. So they come in and evaluate you and your child and see how many hours they get. But you typically they're not approved until they're four or older it's a long process though it took my son like eight months to get approved but once you're approved you get back pay yes he's had it since he was four and he's already eight now yeah that's great so they um for those that don't know about the program when your child is evaluated and considered to have needs Mm -hmm. above and beyond you know in a typical typical child then you can earn income to stay with your child and care for them and take them to appointments and uh yep all that yeah that's it's amazing because there's so many increased costs and it's difficult to work yeah, so yeah. it's in-home supportive services ihss i suggest looking it up online for anybody in california and thanks for uh, uh bringing yeah, that resource a big one yeah onto today's show yep so Describe a difficult day in your household. What does that look like? A difficult would be like Julian not wanting to get up for school because sometimes he just likes to lay down and uh, not wanting to get dressed. But he's kind of stubborn, but we have to bribe him kind of <laughs> to do stuff. He has meltdowns still, mostly when we're out though, like um, in stores, it's too loud and um, too bright. And I don't know, he doesn't like people. so. Does he make audible like noises? Does he get angry? Does he have a lot of stimming behaviors? He stims a lot in public still. I think we're used to it, so we don't really notice 
and I was pointing that out. Like when we record him, he stims a lot, but like in person, you, you if you're around him all the time, you don't, we don't notice it anymore. Cause like we're used to him stimming. He sounds like he has a, a fairly mild temperament. Is that correct or, or incorrect on that? That's correct. I don't know. If he doesn't want to do something though, he he's in, has a habit of like pulling his hair, but we cut his hair short so he doesn't pull it. He still has a hard time communicating. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the biggest reasons why he melts down is because, but he's not interested in using an AAC device because we've already tried because he doesn't really like electronics or TV. So, oh. but he, he's been using PEX, the picture exchange communication system. It's been working good for him. He uses it at school too. So, but he does say some words, but his language is probably like a, probably like half his age, probably like a three-year-old. Okay. Four-year-old language. So, Cause he only, he says like simple sentences. Sounds great to me. My son, he bites his finger for when he gets frustrated due to lack of speech. And he has this callus that's like three times the size of his finger. That's just built up over the years. Cause that's how he, you know, kind of gets through his anxiety. Yeah. My son, he stood, he did, he used to um, scratch his face, but he doesn't do that as much anymore. So it's just pulling the hair, but we cut his hair short, so he can't really pull it. Yeah. Now what does he do? Yeah. Yeah. So how does he sleep? How's his sleeping? He still wakes up, but his doctor put him on a uh, quantity, like 0.5 milligram. So, um, cause I don't know. He's never tried melatonin, but I've heard they had caused nightmares and stuff. But I don't know. But um, his medication work because he he takes medication during the day too because he's jumping all over the place. Uh huh. He's always jumping, always. But My son he, jumps too. Yeah, he just likes it when he's excited or just because he likes to jump. No, he's on medicine and he, he still wakes up a couple times, but he usually goes back to sleep. Okay. Yeah. He wakes up at like seven go to school so okay and what's something that you're excited about with what he's working on now or in the near kind of upcoming future with something his speech therapy finally we've been fighting for that for a really long time mostly the insurance and then there was no certain nobody that would take his insurance over here so um it's been a long time hopefully they can help him with speech yeah i hope so that's just yeah. How did the boys get along together? Do they interact or do they stay separate? Well, Julian has his own room because, I don't know, he likes his own space. He doesn't really like people, but he plays with his brothers now because he used to play near them, but now he plays with them. He'll play with them. How do they feel about him? They don't really understand um, why he doesn't communicate. Like, they'll ask, why aren't you answering? Or they'll ask him something and he won't answer. He won't respond. But I see. My middle son's going to be five in March, and my three-year-old just turned three. So, Leo, my middle son's starting to understand that he's special needs. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trip. I mean, I always wonder what my kids think. And recently, there was a conversation, and one of my daughters said, how's Rocco going to be able to be a dad and have children if he doesn't do X, Y, Z? And... I was like, I was not prepared to have that conversation, you know, because they're just growing up into the big wide world, you know, so it's a trip. And so you got 3000 parents who are collaborating every day and supporting one another. That's so cool. Yeah. 
I've had that group since only seven, eight, nine, like four years, I think, almost four years. And people just found out about it organically. Yeah, that's I awesome. because most of my friends are autistic themselves or have autistic children, so uh-huh. I just added them to my group, and then it just grew from there. That's awesome. We do a lightning round where you can give like one word to one sentence answers. Mm-hmm. Are you up for it? Yeah. Okay. What's the best advice you have received? You are your child's best advocate. Nice. Share a personal habit that contributes to your success. Keeping a tight schedule and taking notes. Nice. What's one thing you think would improve your life if you did it or had it? More services in my area in Tulare County. We would have to go all like an hour away to Fresno and it doesn't work with our schedule because we also have other kids in school. So like I can't drive there and come back. It takes like three right. hours. Well, I mean, just from this short conversation, your kids sound like uh, they're very fortunate to have a mom that's so consistent and diligent and, you know, advocating for them. Uh, mm-hmm. So I salute you for that. Is there anything from this discussion or something that just kind of pops in your head that you'd like to highlight for other parents that are out there listening? Just find like support groups because they have helped me a lot. And I've started one because when I was looking for support, there wasn't really anybody that could help me because when my son was first diagnosed, I had to do a lot of stuff on my own because I didn't know where to ask for help because there's not really any help in my small town. So find people. Facebook groups are really great too because they have a whole bunch of resources that are in your city. So That's great. Yeah. And like I said, if you want to send me that link, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. I'm super grateful that you took the time out of your busy schedule to share your story for the parents out there that I love that you brought up IHSS and I hope parents look into that. I feel like you did a great job of showing what by sticking with things, you've achieved a lot for your son. And um, I commend you for that. And I hope the listeners hear that Yep. Uh, and do the same because it's so easy to get pushed off the track. You've got to keep on doing it. So we're going to keep on doing it. And I hope you stay um, a friend of the shows and we can connect down the line and continue this journey together. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Carrie. I hope you have a great day. And I'll look for that link and put it in the show notes. Okay, thank you. All right, bye. This concludes our show for today. And I'd like to personally thank you for spending the time with us on a topic near and dear to our hearts. If you'd like to be part of the Naked Parent Nation and help us reach those parents that are struggling and overwhelmed, there's no better way to help than by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show on iTunes. iTunes highlights the shows based on these metrics And the more the show gets highlighted, the more opportunities people will have to be introduced to the show where they can hear that message of hope or that tip that can change everything. So follow the link in our show notes and we hope to have you back here tomorrow where we'll do it again. From the team here at the Naked Parent Podcast, we wish you the life you've always dreamed of and then some. So long. So long.